Hi, welcome to my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. I travel the globe interviewing really cool people in small hospitality and tourism businesses. Join me each week as I discover and share something or someone new with you. You can find more at www.travelwithwendy.net. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Welcome back. This fall, I had a lot of Italy travel, so much so that it's taken me a hot second to produce all the content. According to the Travel Market Report, 46% of U.S. travelers next year for 2024 are going to be heading back to Italy. That's more than Paris for the Olympics. So here's some travel tips for Capri Island that I'm going to share with you today. This volcanic island off the Amalfi Coast and harbor of Naples is unbelievable, and I'm so excited to share because in the past two falls, two Septembers, I've had the opportunity to visit. This island is a must-see if you're visiting the Amalfi Coast or Naples, and today I'm going to share where to eat, what tours, where to stay, and how to get around the island as well. Everything you've seen in Instas and Facebook Reels, it's real. It really is. Last year, because of bad weather and unexpected rains, our private boat tour for a girl's trip around the island was postponed, and I kind of feel like it was fate. We rescheduled, and I met new friend, boat owner, operator, and Caprici, Vincenzo. Vincenzo is passionate about sharing his island with others, and this past fall, he also took us on another private tour with my family, and he shared the history, geographical information, and includes the best places to jump off the boat and swim and snorkel. Okay, so let's get you there. The only way you can arrive in Capri is by boat or ferry, and I know that this can be a bit intimidating, but the ferries in Italy are similar to taxis. They're just water taxis. So depending on where you're staying, along the Amalfi Coast, you can catch a ferry or boat. Our first visit, we took a ferry from Positano. This time, we tried Salerno. Ferries to Capri do not run all year round, except from Naples Port. Most ferry services become limited after October 15th and then resume again in April. Be mindful of this when you're planning your trip. I use the app Ferry Hopper. There's a few different ferry lines, and the fast ferry from Naples is good, but I'm not a fan of driving around Naples. So we started from Salerno, and this is a fun town along the coast. It has recently been going through an EU project. You can check out more of that in my blog. If you begin your ferry ride in Positano, Sorrento, or Amalfi, they have daily routes that can sometimes take a bit over an hour. If you're only visiting for the day, be sure to check out the schedule of departure and arrival and book your ticket in advance. As a destination specialist for Italy, I help travelers plan the most unique and personalized itineraries. If you'd like to sign up for a consultation or have an inquiry, click the links in the description below. Next up, Catching a tour, a private boat tour. This would be my number one tip is definitely book a private tour because there are huge tour companies that visit Capri Island like Colette and Globus. And these tour companies, they're in Capri for just a few hours. So they take up a lot of space. (laughs) But Capri has made it really easy. You can get your private boat tour at Pier 21, and it's pretty hard to spot, but if you take a look at the blog and vlog, you'll see what I'm talking about. If you just want to kill some time, too, while you're sitting in the harbor, take a look at the big ferry boats coming in, and you will just marvel and glimpse at how they're able to parallel park these huge, massive boats. It's pretty amazing. 
So if you're going to sign up for a private boat tour, I would definitely recommend Vincenzo. And I'll put his links below in the description as well. He coordinates other tours and excursions on the island as well. And please send him an email and tell him I sent you. In 2022, on our girls' trip, he picked us up at the pier. We only needed our swimsuit and cover-ups. He had drinks and snacks on the boat. And so then we were just off on the tour around the island, beginning with a little Prosecco. He also provided us with towels and snorkeling gear. This past summer, while traveling with Katie and my husband John, we discovered a few more hidden coves we missed out on last time. They were just spectacular. The volcanic stone that's created this island is also above and below the water. Snorkeling is just incredible. Next travel tip, where we stayed in Capri. Vincenzo also has a holiday home for rent, so we totally took him up on it. His wife Antonella is super sweet too, and their villa has incredible views of the hillsides as well as the ocean. Our sunsets were unforgettable and magical. This two-bedroom villa with a full kitchen, living room, and two patios is nestled near the Marina Grande neighborhood of Capri. The location of the apartment was perfect for our visit because we were within walking distance of the marina as well as Capri Central. There were local restaurants and during the summer there's a private beach available as well. Next travel tip, what to do when you're in Capri. There's actually quite a lot to do on this island. You will definitely need a good pair of sneakers. Whether you decide to take the public bus around the island or walk around historic Capri, you're gonna get a workout. <laughs> The island itself has many historic sites to see, including Capri Town, the gardens of Augustus Giardini di Augusto, or the botanical gardens are a highlight on the island, as well as Villa Lysis. These historical sites are not geographically close together, so either a Vespa or public transportation would be needed to get here. Tickets for both of these places are between a euro fifty and two euro fifty per person, so very affordable. The Blue Cave and Grotto is one of the most visited spots for many, many tourists. However, Vincenzo actually shares a very cool space where you can jump in the water. And it's really up to you if you want to wait in line to see the Blue Grotto or if you just want to take a boat ride with Vincenzo. <laughs> if you're a hiker, you won't want to miss hiking the mountain or a visit to Mont Salado. Another highlight of our tour was visiting the Little Marina, or the Spiaggi di Marina Piccola. This little oasis beach and marina has a nice little snack bar area, and on our first visit, Vincenzo stopped here while we grabbed a few sandwiches for the boat. No travel tip article would be complete without sharing where we ate. This foodie was so happy in Capri. And Caprice food is definitely unique compared to the other areas of Italy. We ate so well on this island, I'm going to inundate you with fine restaurants and cafes. But let's begin with breakfast and the famous cappuccinos of Italy. Located right in the middle of the marina, bar number two, Gabbiano, has plenty of outdoor seating, a full breakfast menu. We liked it here so much that we came for breakfast two mornings in a row. It was great. We grabbed some eggs, some omelets, a Nutella pancakes, and a course a croissant or two. One time before hopping back on the ferry to head back to the mainland. Service was exceptional and I really enjoyed my white chocolate croissant, fresh squeezed orange juice, cappuccino of course, and Katie had salmon and eggs while John enjoyed the Nutella pancakes. There were several seats inside as well, but that is more of a cafe counter for grab and go. 
For lunch, we enjoyed La Aprodo 1980 food and drink, also within the marina, and a recommendation from Vincenzo. This place is obviously very good because you might have to wait for a little bit for a table during lunch hour. We lucked out and one cleared out right as we approached the front kiosk. Do wait your turn in Italy. Don't just have a seat, which is different from visiting in Germany. The pizza menu was extensive, so it might take you a few minutes to make a decision, but enjoy yourself with an Aperol spritzer or a white wine while you're waiting. There was a lot of people watching while we were sitting here because the marina is always quite busy. Another lunch spot was Zika, or the restaurant at the Villa Marina Capri Hotel and Spa. This restaurant overlooks the sea with views of Naples. It's authentic and unique and is located inside the hotel with outdoor seating that is just spectacular and unexpected. Our bamboo roof was something I didn't quite expect in Capri. One look at the menu and you could recognize that the chef's creativity for blending local and seasonal foods as well as the island's heritage and culture was definitely amazing and spectacular. And just arriving on the island, we walked around and we discovered this restaurant on our way up to see Old Town Capri. The service begins with a palate cleanser and fresh bread, and we enjoyed a fritturina or a fried fish platter and a spaghetti Nerano. Nerano is a small town on the Amalfi Coast that is known as the agricultural and vegetable capital of the region, and my special pasta was made with the famous Nerano zucchini. It was yummy. On to dinner. One of our absolute favorite dining experiences was Da Paolino Ristorante, which is located inside a lemon grove. This is definitely a destination dining experience and also is visited by celebrities here as well. I do highly recommend making reservations here as it is very, very popular. A huge delight and a highlight of your dining experience is the dessert room. It is a buffet choice where you get to walk in and just choose many different kinds of desserts that are famous for the island. We had a good time, but remember, you can't just pile up your plate. You do pay for the plate and you don't want to get, take too much of a sample. For this restaurant, I would definitely wear fine dining clothing and dress up a bit. We didn't see many khaki shorts or tanks and people looked very nice. The service was impeccable and I do believe we had about four or five servers for our one meal. I enjoyed the lemon ravioli and we also had a caprese mozzarella salad, lemon chicken and fettuccine with shrimp and lemon sauce for dinner. Definitely an unforgettable dinner on the island. Okay, next travel tip, when to visit Capri. When you should visit the Amalfi Coast and the Isle of Capri is a very common question I get asked as a travel advisor. My absolute favorite time to visit Italy is September. May and early June is also very nice as well, but then the crowds start coming. This time in September usually has less tourists, the weather is great, the water is so fun to jump into, and the cobalt colors are just amazing. They'll take your breath away. And this fall, we were actually there at the beginning of October, the end of September, and it could not have been nicer. So if you're looking for a different time to go where there's less tourists, better prices, look at late fall. Another question I get asked quite a bit is how expensive is Capri? Well, just to let you know that the Amalfi Coast is the most expensive destination in all of Italy at this time. So if you are planning accordingly, you'll want to know that 
this is going to hit your budget. So definitely plan ahead. I recommend working with a travel advisor. There is just not enough time or space for me to include all the travel tips that I know for visiting Italy. It just would be probably a huge book. (laughs) And if you don't use me, please use another one that has experience. So that's my travel tips today for visiting Capri Island and Italy. Be sure to follow my content. Like I said, I have a lot to share from this past visit this fall. I just am trying to catch up. (laughs) If you're traveling to Europe in 2024, let me know in the comments and follow me for more travel tips. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Till next time. Ciao.